Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 10, and I'm Christopher, and with me tonight I got Christopher. Hello. And Jimmy. Hello. And tonight, uh, well, we're going to run through this quite quickly because we got a nice little uh, pre-recorded segment with Jimmy and Nicholas talking about their Goblin and Kislev campaign over the holiday season. Oh yeah, it's going to be amazing. You're playing some unknown place, right? Like a basement or just some generic games club, wasn't it? It is uh, a basement that me and some friends uh, are renting from uh, this big apartment house actually it's, i, I, it, I was it trying to be facetious to be like, yeah it, it 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 used to be like some kind of storage place but we were like we want to rent this we want to be oh, here and play games and they were like well we'll see what we can do <laughs> and we ended up with the place it's it, it's great they're like are you all into the drugs are you all into satan are you all gay and you're like no no and no well welcome the drug den of heaven so basically what he was trying to say here is they were playing for the wonderful open plains of Kislev and uh, Fort Jarkova in the mountains of the World States Mountains, and I can't speak. But that's not that unusual, given that I usually <laughs> fuck up when I speak. You need to drink more. I usually don't swear either, so... Hmm, that was <laughs> you should do, do like me and have a r- glass of rum. I might have had some uh, little ball, which is a really lovely Swedish absinthe. So uh, let's move on. Do any one of you have any hobby progress? Yes. Oh, oh, oh I'll start. I'll start. Uh, I <laughs> no, have... I don't want to go after Jimmy. Uh, no, you have to. You have to. Oh. So uh, like many of you have seen, I've recently been doing more time stuff. Uh, uh, models based upon artwork from the rulebook. And I'm currently starting to paint them, but there's still about three to four models I still want to build from the artwork. Want to give us any spoilers on which models those might be? I, uh, which I built or that I'm painting. Well, the or one you wanted one, to build. Ones I want to build. Oh, yeah. Uh, no no spoilers, because uh, I've all, only decided one out of three. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Jimmy, are you a wizard? Because I keep looking at your shit and that's just the level of work and the amount of capability and character you put into everything that you do in reference to old batch and art is just... Please tell me you're some kind of bizarre resin wizard so I can feel better about myself because seriously, that is a tremendous accomplishment on your own. It looks so I good. Own, I sold my soul. That's it. No trading whatsoever. I only sold my soul. Promise. Honest. Sadly, that was all you got out of it. Yeah, it was. But on the other hand, it is a nice talent to have. Fell mortal, thou hast has summoned me. What deal do we just take my soul, take my soul, and let me do everything from the old Mordheim book exactly the way it looks. Yes, and you want riches and women. No, 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 that would interfere my great work. Just give me the ability to do exactly everything as in the book. Um... Well, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Would you? Wouldn't you like at least one, like 
some kind of money or gold or women. No, no, thank you. Not too much money. It would be a distraction. And the women never help me out. They just get in the way with the clothes and the nakedness. Just let me do my work. It's a good deal, to be honest, Jimmy. I thought so too. So, well, that's what I've been, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Uh, any of your Chris? What have you been doing? First when Chris. I'm, when I'm not imagining these uh, hypothetical scenarios in which demons appear and throw naked women in cash at Jimmy, uh, I've made one Necrarch vampire frown. Oh God, I love that old six-head sculpt, uh, which is actually a model I got fairly happy with. I think it's one of the first things I've done for Fancy that I felt satisfied with. I will never get the likes that any of the other do. Thanks. I mean, it could be better, but for me, I feel good about it. Uh, then I made a Vargulf, which I think you all have seen by now. And I made another Blood Dragon Vampire count. Oh, then I posted those on uh, our Instagram? I did. When I finished them. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> Since then, exactly. I have not done a lot. Oh, no. The side shame. The burn. God damn, Chris. <laughs> oh, the burn. Yeah. My next step is, I don't know where to go from here. I think I'm going to do like 15 shields for my grave guards or something. I need to get a game in. I need to get a game in so I know what direction I want to take this army in right now. Speaking of which, when it comes to games, just going to do a side note here. If anyone can convince uh, Krellet is actually worth going up to Javle in uh, the end of February, please tell him because he's really annoying. We're never going to solidify and post a date or anything. He's just going to have to see. I have to wait and see. There might be more plague. I mean... We get that much plague. Plague is not that oh, good for you. I think we set a date now, didn't we? We settled on it. Am I wrong, Jimmy? We have it's a date not now, right? in blood yet. Well, I know that we did. We're not sure that you did. Well, I'm coming. I'm a coming. Unless someone gets super sick. So everyone's going to road trip with Jens, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least uh, maybe me if Jens is going, because probably easier for Krill to take the train. But that's travel plans and. Uh, did you have any Eldar hopper progress? Eldar? No, but I should start. Get, I need to get started on my Wood Elves. I have made a commitment that 2019 is the year I finish up some of my Wood Elves, which should be at least like a 500 point game. They should be ready for that. Uh, fortunately, we're in February, so I've got 10 months to bank on. You've got 10 months to fail. <laughs> I'm like the American banking system. I'm too big to fail. Yeah, I had my health. I had my health check last week. I'm officially too big to fail. Once we extracted a doctor from my immediate way of just circling around me, winding up in my orbit, it worked out fine. So, but Chris, other Chris, real Chris, what have you been well, up to? Trees. I've been making trees. Got wood, huh? Yeah, I have to compensate in some way. <laughs> now, but I've been working on a lot of terrain pieces lately. So I've posted, as we speak, I posted picture, one of the photos I took of uh, the monolith slash soulstone thing. And I post some more because there's some details that wasn't visible in that one. There's going to be a, a photo of the shrine I've built. And then there's going to be a photo, more photos for all the stuff I do now. So there's going to be loads of photos. It's nice. I'm making a lake as well. And then I'm making trees because we all need trees, don't we? Yeah. Trees are needed. <laughs> more wood needed. Your base needs more wood. You require wood to build buildings. Yeah, shit. Imagine if Niklas was here, we'd have to explain Warcraft 1. He's like, oh yeah, I know about World of Warcraft, and we'd have to explain it. 
And then he tries to put uh, World of Warcraft armor, raid armor on all of his miniatures again. <laughs> he'd be so angry when he he'd be so angry when he hears this. We miss you, Niklas. <laughs> Come home. Yeah, and I really love those Age of Sigmar Sigmar Rain dwarfs you're making. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Also, I've been uh, prepping and painting because I'm currently painting 20 of the finest spearmen of the, the Dark Elves I've ever put forth. I was having other grandiose like that. Um, now I'm painting spearmen that will be played as uh, City Guard from the Garrison list for 6th edition when we go up to Yevlin play. Because why not? They're cool. And uh, there's going to be 40 of them in total. Nice. And a lord and a sorceress and... A chariot, I think it was. There might be a Reaper Ball Thrower in there as well. Sometime. I can barely wait to throw my fanatics into them. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not so going to stand, stand back as far as the can and then just shoot you to death. And then realize that you've killed like eight yeah, goblins. Yeah, do you, do, you, do you remember 50 goblins, 136 points? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I really remember that 10 wars with shield and command is under 30, I think. <laughs> I'll send waves of skeletons at them. Yeah, but it will be fun. And that is uh, what I'm currently working on, all of those. Yeah. So it will be nice. Sometime in the future, we should really have a segment about making terrain. Yeah. If anyone, our listeners, want any particular pieces of terrain that they want us to talk about, please do send in an email or a message on Facebook or something. Yeah, because we have the full gamut of ranges. We have... Jens and uh, Nicholas, they can do different sort of like human-based terrain. We know that Jimmy definitely can do the burrows and the necessities of making a rat warren or goblin tents. And you can do pretty much anything. And I can sit in the back and just nod vociferously, forgetting that we are on a podcast and on a TV. You know, you know, I will never build terrain, ever. No, he's highly (laughs) Jimmy, what's your solution to buying this? You take a lot of money... You find a nerd and you throw the money at him. Yes. You get trained. It's a good thing. Yes. It's a good thing. I'm part of the economy. Speaking, Speaking of which. of terrain. Yeah. Let's move yeah. to some news that will be, or stuff that will be released. Uh, I think. Well, actually, this I, actually, actually, I have something before that that I'm going to surprise my co-host Ooh. with because everybody loves me going off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know about a company called Fabled Realms Miniatures? Nope. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they have a line of terrain called the the haunted city of Mordenberg. Oh yeah, oh, that's uh, now I know. That's the company's uh, foreground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The that's, that's foreground. The the MDF terrain. Yeah, I just linked you, and they have some beautiful <laughs> more time terrain. They have like high-scale streets and taverns where you lift off the roof and you can lift off the middle and you have like a several-tiered building. They even have like watchtowers oh, yeah. and everything. They have, uh, the, the terrain they have there are based upon both Mordheim and Marienburg, actually. I can imagine. Because uh, a lot of the things there are uh, part of like a harbor town. So it's really nice terrain and uh, you can buy it pre-painted, which is good. Yeah, because this looks really good. I mean, the prices, I guess, in Swedish kroners, it's pretty affordable. It's like, what is it? It 30 bucks. 30 bucks for Uh, an entire house. I think it's affordable. And uh, if you don't want to paint a lot of the things, uh, you can buy them pre-painted. They are kind of brightly painted, but some washes and whatnot can solve that. 
or if you're into oils, yeah. I don't know. Or Anything. some uh, AK, AK effects, because they yeah. got yeah. for wood and they got for moss and stone and everything. If yeah. if I didn't hate human beings and I actually role-played, uh, this is the sort of thing I imagined that my indulgeful game master would get, because it's like MDF houses with several tiers. It's basically perfect if you want to do an infiltration role-playing session or like a garrison or a town. They even have the tavern from Baldur's Gate 1, the Friendly Arms Inn, but it's called the Stoic Arms. <laughs> yeah, that one is £130 for those that are interesting. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's money well spent. Well, and it, yeah. the level of detail and uh, that it's basically have every level or every stairs on the entire building separate if you want to. It's Yeah, it's worth it. Sorry, now back to what y'all were talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes. New terrain. Well, we can start off with uh, something that's actually linked to the terrain, and that is a box that might be a good deal if you want to start either or both of these armies. And I know that both of you tangentially play this. Yeah. Are you talking about the... Wrath and Rapture? No, I'm kidding. he's talking no. about the Carrion Empire, where they... So both Skaven Clan Scryer and the Flesh Eater Courts, as they are known in Age of Sigmar, but we only call them the Ghoul Ghouls. King Empires. Yep. Yeah, for the what Strigoi. I guess. Yeah, the Strigoi. I guess for what's going to be like 100 bucks, you get 20 ghouls, free uh, crypt fiends, and those... What's the insane vampires now again? Get, Help me out. You get... You get uh, two boxes of ghouls, two boxes of crypt horrors, which can yes. be put into those uh, things with wings. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you get a new model, which is a vampire, a ghoul king. Which, yeah. uh, if he looks pretty older, good. Yeah, he, he, he does. For the older editions, he is known as a Strigoi vampire. Bloodline. Yes. And or in 7th edition, I think it was just a bloodline power called like yeah. the the Under King or the Forgotten Vampire or something. God knows what. Who knows? What does Skaven get, Jimmy? Skaven gets three Storm Fiends, which are huge weaponized rat ogres. <laughs> they can have like wearing blades, they can have uh, wind globe launchers, and they can have rattling guns all over. Can uh, they also have like the warp stone infused punch dagger fists? Yeah, I think they use those as drills. Oh yeah, somehow. Uh, and they get one uh, doom wheel, which is a big hamster wheel. We all love it. Uh, we get a warp lightning cannon, which can be built into a play clock catapult as well. And they also get a new warlock engineer armed with the fabled storm rock. No, I don't. Uh, Doom Rocket. Doom Rocket is what it's called. The fabled Doom Rocket from the 7th edition army book. Yeah, and the Doom Rocket is usually something you'd see a lot if you watch mini wargaming, because you always have like a barebone yeah. engineer with that thing. Yeah, I, uh, I've i used it a lot of times myself, and I've killed more of my own guys than my enemies at times. It's a no, fun thing. You're so that's a scaven way. Yes, that you is. You killed true. potential usurpers to your one true rat given power before so, they could betray you. I think most of people actually know what all of these uh, standard bits and bobs in this box uh, look like. But uh, I want to hear your opinions on the two characters. Let's start with the vampire. Okay, so basically, unless you've seen this thing, you really should. But 
you're hitting pretty much all all of the stats that you need for a Strigoi King. He has like a malformed, deformed wing glove, looking sort of like Azrael, the damned guy from the first Blood Omen Soul River game. He's got a tarnished piece of torn armor on his left arm, which looks like a twisted pauldron. I hope to God that's not from like a Stormcast or something. He's clinging on to a sort of ruin as if he's going to leap down on his erstwhile enemies. And he's got like this screaming, angry Max von Schreck in Nosferatu from 1912 face, which is exactly what you want. Uh, my concern is if you rank him up, you're going to have difficulties fitting him unless you put him on the very front of the base. Uh, if you put him, say, riding on something, I think Jimmy and anyone else could probably make it work. You did saw off the waist and just reposition him, but he could probably be riding a zombie dragon, which is always a solid choice for your cool king. I think he looks pretty good overall. I'm ranking him a 7 out of 10. He looks very different from the other cool king option that you get. So I think that's a definite plus. Any sort of variety you can have is very positive. I can see him in a range of colors. I'm not really a fan of the color that GW gives their new goals, which sort of offset green one. It makes him look a bit too much like Angry Vampire Hulk to me. So I'd probably go paler and build up from like a red shade. I think Jimmy gave a tip from red shade up just two different palings of white. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to come out positive. I would have preferred if you could put a weapon in his hand or something, but the Strigoi game-wise and lore-wise do not use weapons. They're not even allowed to have magical weapons way back in 6. They can only have the inherent powers. My yeah, one... They weren't really the most favored of vampires in 6th no. edition. My one complaint would be... My one complaint would be, and I don't know if it's still in Age of Sigmar, a Strigoi Ghoul King as opposed to a Vampire actually has one higher strength and toughness. So I'd like to see him a bit more sinewly strong or just a bit beefier than generic Vampire. But that's probably just nitpicking on my behalf. Jimmy, what do you think about your Drill Erection Rat Engineer? Well, I'm kind of split on him. Um, because when you look at the model, it looks like he's riffing on his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things going on on the model, which I think is too much for a hero level character. Uh, overall, uh, he looks kind of he he looks uh, well uh, he looks scryery. So uh, I give them that because he had this uh, this uh, backpack with uh, electrical surges going out from. Uh, from little pieces of warp stone, he have a small chimney. He have uh, strangely an armor. I'm kind of against armor on my warlocks, uh, but this is an H.O. Sigmar model, and they apparently wear armor in H.O. Sigmar. Can I ask you what do you think about the sort of little rat escaping from the brass tube he's standing on? That's the thing I kind of like about it. Uh, I like when when uh, well, let's say bases come to life and this makes the base come to life on the model uh, so i think it's a nice piece it looks uh, it, it kind of reminds me on the skaven cover on the sixth edition skaven army book yeah. when there's an engineer standing on, on top of a, uh, a dwarf cannon uh, otherwise it's a it's a neat paint job on it uh, the rocket itself looks uh, really nice uh, which i uh, I'm, I'm happy about uh, everything on it has a function. I mean, the, the rocket itself is uh, linked to his backpack, and when he pulls the trigger, some energy goes out to, to a small piece of birdstone, which ignites the rocket itself, and it flies off. 
How many Warpstone tokens out of 10 would you give it? Uh, I would give him five because he's okay. So is he a good conversion base then? Uh, yes, he would be. I would be happy to base, uh, well, a, uh, what's it called? A chieftain out of him. Uh, warlock, no, not, not a warlock chieftain, uh, as Clan Scryer themed chieftain. Uh, he have, uh, he have potential. I give him that. But he will, if you use him for old traditions, he will be hard to place on a small 20 millimeter base, which is the yeah. biggest problem with the model. I think he stands on a 32 millimeter base. So uh, with some work, it can be done. Uh, you can make a large scenic base or, well, you can make him take up more more room in the unit than it should be, like I did with my Orc Warboss. Mm-hmm. Can I say something about the Skaven box? I think it fills a nice stopgap because as Chris and you have said before, if you ever want to get into Plague Cults, you can get like the Plague Cult starter box. And if you just want Skaven Slaves, you can still get Regimental box. But if you ever want to start like a Skyer, there's Skyer, right? The Techno yeah. guys? Yeah, the Clan Skyer. Then this is a pretty solid base. You could make Rat Ogres out of the Storm Vermins if you don't allow Storm... No, if you don't allow the End Times armies. Or you could make a nice Bone Ripper. I mean, you could convert them convert them pretty easily. And I think just the Doom Wheel... I'm going to be curious for the price about this, but Doom Wheel and the Lightning Cannon is probably going to be a pretty good price, particularly if you know anyone who plays a Ghoul King's Army or Undead, because you always need more ghouls. Yeah, you truly do. Ghouls are supposed to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And also, there's um, going to be some terrain, right? Yeah, that's good. Let's move on before I say what <laughs> I want to say about the ghoul. <laughs> You don't like it? It's more of, if you happen to have a spare base from your Sanguinius, you would fit perfect on that. <laughs> but let's move, on. let's move on and talk about the Gnawholes. I'm sorry, Shit, but Gnawholes Gnaw really sounds like a sexual slur that you invented yourself. Hush you. I need to complain. Okay. There's vortexes in the Gnawholes. I hate them. <laughs> But that's because you can uh, drop between realms in them. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I plan to buy these pieces of terrain. Uh, the gnaw holes are like burrowing holes with uh, wooden structures around it, and the spiraling vortex in the middle. I'm and some think... of, some of the braziers from the plague furnace. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks. Uh, those braziers looks amazing. Uh, my mm-hmm. plan with this piece of terrain is to remove the vortex and make it a mine shaft. Yeah, that's a great make, idea. That wouldn't and be make, too hard. That wouldn't be yeah, too hard. No. And make something like uh, some other wooden structure with a rope or a chain or whatever hanging down into the, into the abyss. I think these would work great for like a siege themed around the underwarrens of a drawer find because basically you dig a big hole then you throw slaves to throw up the wooden structures then you bring up the valuable parts of your army. I think you've got a real great idea there, Jimmy. Yes. I hate great ideas because they are always bad. <laughs> Another bad idea for me. Uh, they are selling these uh, amazing Skaven dice. It's like oh, yeah. yeah. Obsidian rock with uh, small shinks of warp stone in them to show the numbers. And the number of the horned rat showing off as a six. Lovely. Yeah, they're really well done because you can clearly see what they're supposed to be. Opposed to some yeah. of these dice, we can't really read whatever they're supposed yeah. to show. Yeah, I don't... Or I don't... a fancy symbol on the one or something like that and just have a regular six, which is always perplexing. 
Yeah, I don't want to be a piece of shit, Jimmy. <laughs> but uh, then I'm going to be all, one. You are always a piece of shit, Karel. Yeah, but this time not intentionally. I just want to give you like a buyer's beware because my friend got over the moon for the death card dice, which look fairly similar to these. And apparently when you when you throw them, they're really wonky because they will flip over and show like the highest number a bit too often. I don't know if that was just his rolling, but apparently they had some. My, huh? my, my Skaven won't mind. <laughs> these are similar to the squig dice, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, the squig dice, they're rubber, so <laughs> they really bounce. Did you ever get those? Did you ever buy the squig uh, dice? Also, uh, there are some endless spells kind of things. So oh, yeah. People, people yeah. might want to use them for terrain projects, but I'm looking at the swarm of rats. I'm going to place that swarm. I'm going to place this swarm upon a base that is five inches across and use it no. as my vermintide marker because I mother beep love vermintide. Yeah, but I'm then you're going to have to get people's ears here. <laughs> then you have to have one for every vermintide you place. But the vermintide is yeah. only, you use it once and then it's gone. No, if you use a marker, you discard it. So no. then you have to use a new marker. And you're the one who has to away. You have to throw marks. it away after all. <laughs> I, will, I will throw it in the face of Krell every time. You already do that when you put the spell. I know. Isn't it fun? It's like when someone tells me, oh, now your skeleton has to take a leadership test. I'm like, why are we doing this dance? Just ask me to put him in a box. Jeez. Well, at least so, you don't have to face uh, Quark's Warpath yet. I don't know what that is, but it sounds horrible. On the other hand, you did say you weren't playing Skaven next time. so yeah, I'm, I'm going to play my goblins. So. Now let's Prepare. move on to the horses. No. <laughs> yes. But uh, wait, I've got a question. Oh, yeah. What, about, what do you think about these, like, I don't know how to describe them. It's like tremendous warpstone. Warpstone vortexes. Uh, yeah. Shooting uh, lightning in every direction. That's, uh, I think you could use them for terrain projects. Um, otherwise, uh, or Storm of Magic. Yeah. The bell could be quite nice to have laying around. Yeah. I'm thinking of a diorama based upon the, uh, what's it called, the game? Uh, Total War Warhammer 2, when you play Skaven, oh, yeah. where they skitter leap a screaming bell upon a big war machine and it kind of <laughs> hover, hovers in the air before it's teleported up. I think you should just build a diorama of the little rat and uh, the rocket that tries to steal the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how silly it'd be if the Skaven ever managed to blow up a moon. Jeez, mm, what a bad idea. Where have I heard that? Yeah. Oh yeah, right. It never happened. That would be very silly. It's a silly place. Let's not go there. Oh, Krell. How about yeah? the giant goblet made of bones carried by red Oh my god. Uh, speaking of busy models, did anyone ever ask for a giant goblet filled with skulls with forming a blood and fountain carried on another blooded fountain just wandering around in the air? It's, what the, most kind blood, it's the most blooded thing I've ever seen. What kind of fucking I magic do you fucking have in Age of Sigmar where I you have a it. bone chalice carried around in a blood cloud? Who the hell came up with this? I get I the zombie it. horses. 
I get the zombie wall that could make a decent train piece. I'm probably going to use it, even unit though it's flawed filler, Unit filler, unit yes, filler. But I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. The only, the only thing that I could use this for would be if I took a very good saw, separated the tremendous bloody chalice, and then I have like a warlock or wizard carried on a green cloud of incandescent death magic, I guess. And then I take the content from the cup and use it as a base filler for my corpse cart. And then I can use the goblet for, I don't fucking know, something. Maybe the coven handmaidens why, why, from the blood throne just lying around in it. You know, you could put this thing on a cart and use it as your play cart. Or, yeah, or a mortis could, engine. Or, yeah, you could put it on your mortis engine. It would look swell. Maybe. I I, I I see potential with it. Then I'd make it ghost-like or golden. I would not make it just straight up bones. Krell, yeah. we could talk. We could talk. We can make this into a really nice train piece for you. You guys could, but if you look at it as it is, just look at it as they've painted it, as they put it up. That shit aggrieves well, Krell, me. Krell, I don't do commissions, but I could do this one for you if you get the parts. You make something nice out of it? Yes. I feel like the ancient aliens guy, like the narrator. Is such a thing even possible? And he was like, yes. Yes, it is. The pyramids. Now, about the horses. <laughs> what the fuck up is up with the derpy the pony at the very top? Uh, I, Why didn't they... Yes. Well, they look like they are corporeal horses, but they're just coming up off the ground without just anything any effort i get what they're going for it's like you summon undead steeds so i get that but they should really have chosen between ephemeral ghostly horses or gory zombie horses now they're trying to do both and the guy at the very back is he fucking sleipnir why the hell does he have five well, there's goddamn a, legs there's, there's there, one there's, yeah there's four horses on this base you can see yeah. one head below the other Jimmy, yeah. you've been in Warhammer World. Did they flog their fucking photographers? Do they not know how to <laughs> photograph anymore? Uh, no, that's when you, do, not, when yeah. you just put stuff together for a compilation. That's what happens. Yeah. And the wall? The wall? I don't hate. I really like that wall, actually. It could make either an expansion to the garden or more, or it could use it for a train piece in Warhammer. Even for 30k, if you just change around a bit, it has potential. Particularly if you play like Night Lords or something like that, which I do. I like the wall. Just uh, look at the symbols on the... the yeah, the Fleur de Lys. Yeah. That's just easy to place it. Um. It's interesting. If we had Age of Sigmar podcast, would we be talking about this being a sign of the return of Britonia? <gasps> you didn't go there. Britonia is not gone. Britonia is not gone. What I'm saying is that you could just base everything on, on uh, like Museon or something. If you put this, if you yeah, get true. this. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell you something which is 100% true, which is the most amazing thing about the French language ever. And this is not a joke, okay? This is true. So prepare, listeners, prepare. In Harry Potter, in French, a magic wand is called une baguette de magique. Not a joke. That's what a magic wand is called in French, une baguette de magique. Fair enough. So back to the horses. No. No, I no, just the healing say, can begin. These, now these let's horses, move on to the next no, one. I'm going to mute you if you don't stop talking. These horses would look really good if you put them on a base and then maybe sculpted like they were actually trying to, or bursting up from the ground or something like that. They would look really, really a lot better than, at least if they're painted like that. My concern is still that there's a lot of guts. 
So you should probably not go with the ghostly horses vibe. If you paint them like Nicholas did his, they'd probably look really good. Yeah, that's why I said we should make the ground broken so they look like they burst through the ground, not float through the ground. Yeah, but it'd be hard, it right? Like, takes like 10 minutes. No, no, I mean painting like rotting flesh. That's a real like painting challenge because you want a horse in decay. That sounds like a challenge. Hmm. So how Maybe about a giant throne of bones on top of staircase? Well, uh, I'm going to start with this one uh, because it's based upon uh, a piece from the Bone Church, Bone Church at, I, I, I don't know how this is pronounced, Kutnahora? Kutnahora. And I'm going to, uh, we should show everyone this uh, at, on, on our Instagram later. Because, but that's a bone throne, right? Yeah, but but the the shield upon the throne yeah. is kind of the same like from the church. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys, and later we will show our listeners. I feel like Mudagu in Zoolander One. Am I eating crazy pills? Am I the only one noticing this? Why is there a giant bone throne at the top of a short flight of stairs? Hi. You could use it as a unit filler. Or you could use it as <sighs> terrain and put more pieces of a ruin next to it. Yeah. Or just move the throne. Yeah. yeah. If I can be serious, if I had this, I would can. probably make it. Yeah, I know, right? You are allowed to be serious. I would take, you if, you look, if you look at it, I would separate the shield from the top and a lot of rib cages and the pillars to the left and right. And I would turn it into a bone altar. Uh, which might work both for a Strigoi-themed army, because they do sacrifice richly, both to themselves, and they get sacrifices from other ghouls. And then I would use the staffs and the throne to build a unit filler or like a separate train-themed item. Uh, As it thing, is... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you an idea here. The shield you can put upon a banner pole and use as your battle standard bearer. Don't you think it's too big? Or, no, uh, it's not too big. Uh, and if a vampire carries it, he's strong enough to hold it up. Definitely. Any problems. I'm having trouble seeing scale. How big do you think that shield thing is? Big enough. Four centimeters, something like that. Yeah. No, no, I think you're entirely right, Jim. I'm just trying to understand, like, if I put a standard skeleton on the throne, is his pike going to reach the top of it? Or... Ah, well, you guys are going to do something cool with this. You can always replace his banner pole with, uh, like, brass rod or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good idea, Jimmy. It, it's doable. Yeah. Also, it will become a really, really nice throne for my Dark Elf Lord. Yeah, that's my correct. There. I, I think, think the terrain cover, piece... I like it. <laughs> well, it's a, piece. it's a Dark Elf. Yeah, the terrain piece as a whole definitely has potential as like a grisly scene of sacrifices to your ghoul king it could work just as it is as is presented here it's just almost silly to me it's vaudevillian in the comedy it's presented in but maybe i'm alone in that assessment well I... the silliness can be good sometimes yeah so i think you agree with me here jimmy that when we see models like this we see more the potential what they can be than what they are Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, when I look upon a model, it's more like an empty slab of stone. And I feel like this artist just looking at it and seeing what's inside. I so, just wondered, does this yeah. thing make sense in Age of Sigmar, do you think? 
Do people like who well, buy it for Age of Sigmar or go like, oh yeah, a giant bone throne? No, that makes sense. Yeah, they they kind of it's they kind of summons the bone throne, I think, because it's a spell. It's a spell so, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Spell, Probably. That's not like a dig no, for once. It's well, not they, a dig. It's a terrain piece. The other ones are the endless. Yeah. Because so, it's not a dig against people who play Age of Sigmar. I'm think, just generally curious the if they terrain, look at it go like, yeah. The terrain piece is probably like the remnants of the vampire's kingdom. It's this old mm. throne from his old castle. I'm <laughs> looking at it that if you were going to do like some kind of ruins on a table, because they got some really nice, the Azerite ruins and stuff, when they painted up them in different color schemes, they looked really nice. But you could take stuff like that or something that matches the structure beneath the throne, remove the throne and then make like a throne room like yeah. a, that's been desolated and opened to the elements, basically. That's a really good idea. And then you could get almost an entire table or a half a table out of that just terrain just for that. I know. No, that could work quite well, actually. It's just my intuitive knee-jerk reaction is to like cringe in horror at what Games Workshop did what used to be fancy. But then I remember that well, fancy is alive and well. As long as you're not angry, but just disappointed. Sanguinous. <laughs> Listen, I'm raising a three-year-old. I say I'm not angry. You're I'm disappointed angry. so many times a day. So you're basically the Hulk then. <laughs> I'm the Hulk if the Hulk had a cardigan and sighed a lot and adjusted his glasses and looked disappointed. So you're Bruce son, Banner then. Son, Hulk not angry. Father disappointed. <laughs> so, Jimmy, this year is special, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. This year... Why? Is yeah, because this year <laughs> is the 20th anniversary for Mordheim. So expect us to host a Mordheim special soon in the future. And uh, also, uh, check out the hashtag Mordheim2019 on Instagram for amazing conversions, because there are a group of enthusiasts uh, that are, that are uh, hosting their own private event in... Uh, in Finland this summer, uh, John Blanche is part of them. So it's going to be a cool event with amazing conversions. And they're going to play their own campaign of Mordheim over the course of two or three days. Did you just and, say John uh, Blanche is going to be there? Yeah, he's going to be there. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah uh, because mo mo most of those people who are doing this event are the guys from all the Blanchitsu uh, oh. magazines. Yeah. But uh, what are we going to do to celebrate this year we, as a podcast? Well, we're going to have this Mordheim special, of course. And uh, I am also planning to host my own kind of Mordheim event later this fall. I'm still Ooh, working yeah. on the kinks. Uh, I hope to, to release my player pack uh, at least before uh, the end of March. So... Uh, so you say there is a reason to paint uh, Skaven? There there will be a reason to paint the Skaven Warband. There will be a reason to pledge your will to the to the Lords of Undeath. There will be a reason to stand up in the name of the Church of Sigmar. There will be a reason for a lot of stuff. How about you the Church of Sigmar? The Church of the Shirt of Sigmar is off. It's version. <laughs> The shirt of Sigmar is off, and Sigmar has poured a beer over and saying, Who wants to fight? Wet t-shirt contest without a t-shirt! Well, I know that uh, when Sigmar was around, they didn't really have invent had an invented shirt yet. The shirt just was running around. He was too, man he was too manly for shirt. 
Yeah, and then no uh, dwarves came and s- said, hair, shirt, and hammer. Go fight orc. No, no oh. shirt could contain him. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, some of your listeners might have some questions about this amazing game called Mordheim. So uh, send your questions in via our Facebook, Instagram, or our email. I, I want to repeat that. Jimmy knows a heck of a lot about fantasy, but he knows a shit ton of a lot about Mordheim. Like, he is the Mordheim maestro. Mord- he is the Mordheim. dude to be with. It's Mordheim all his fault. Mordheim is my go-to game. It's my favorite game ever. It Lore-wise is. and brew-wise. As Young People says, it is jam. So... Yeah. I don't know if no, that's how you pronounce it. No, no young person has ever said that. <laughs> I don't know. I wish Nicholas was here. He could probably help us out. We need another young person. We need like an intern. We need to talk to the Swedish state about that. Anyway, so ask Jimmy. He knows so much about it. Yeah, but as we say, we're going to have a, at least one more game special, maybe two, depending on how in-depth we want to go with uh, yeah. and stuff. So should we say like, yeah, a four, three or four week deadline for the questions because it will be yeah. at the earliest at the, in episode 12 anyway. Sounds fair. Nice. Yeah. So do you have anything else to say in this segment or should we? Yes, I've got a question speaking to our listeners. Uh, and I've, I mentioned it briefly before. <laughs> in the end times, they did a lot of like experimental lists. If you remember, they had like the Court of the Eternity they're not, King. They're not experimental, they're official lists. Yeah, okay. But I mean, most of us tend to discern from, we tend to try to forget <laughs> the end times. Yeah. But I was looking at one You're of them. You're starting to talk like a, like an ent or something. Right? I, I'm talking. I'm starting to talk like someone who's, I, I'm starting to speak like a radio speaker in Soviet who's not allowed to acknowledge anything that happened before revolution. So I'm trying to not say certain words or events or acts and not swear. But basically what I want to know was there's a list in there, which is the unification of all the different chaos elements. So that's beastmen, demons, and chaos warriors. And I wanted to do a list like that for 8th edition. So I just want to see what would you guys think about me doing it? Everyone. just are really trying to convince him to do it in 6th edition because that's easy. Yeah, 6th edition yeah, was just a thing. Like... Because of the sort of loaded issue about the end times, would either of you feel like offended or like if we're discrediting him for end times, I can't just cherry pick lists. Would you guys be okay with it? You do know that it will mean that you have to face uh, like Aesterion or the host of the Eternity King. <laughs> as long as you, you know, give me some you know, warning. Krell, Krell, asking me, I will always say it's all up to the narrative because I only play narrative, so... If it yeah, fits that's... the narrative, I will play it. If yeah. uh, people want to play the Kemri and Vampire Counts combo, I'm a little reluctant to it because they hate each other. Yeah, they that really makes no sense. But, yeah, but chaos, the whole chaos thing, uh, every chaos faction should be able to work together. So yeah. I'm fine by it. Me too. But as I'm saying, if you're going to do like a campaign weekend or something, yeah, it would be fine as well, because then we all know what we were in for and we could write a narrative for it. Oh, yes. But uh, as you were asking the listeners, so anyone got any input on this? Please send it in. Yeah, or do you guys like play certain end times lists? If you have any sort of point of reference you can give me, please tell me. I'd like to know more. Another thing I'd like to know is if you're a listener and you like what you're doing, please tell us. 
Always good to and get some feedback. feedback. What we're doing, give us feedback anyways. Yeah, we did yeah. get some feedback about us not swearing enough, right? No, that was you. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do it like this before we're just going to start, start ranting on and on about this. Uh, up, up in the next segment, there will be a recap, whatever we're going to call it, with uh, Nicholas kind, and Jimmy. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of a, a, a summarized battle report of our battles during the holidays. It's cool. So coming up next is Nicholas and Jimmy talking a lot about goblins and Kislev. An image forms in your mind. The Lord of Change works in mysterious ways, my child. Look to the past and see the future. Watch this space. Or don't. You seem busy with your new tentacle and beak anyway. Hello, everyone, to this segment with me, Nicholas, and Jimmy. Hello. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about what we did during Christmas break, pretty much. Yeah. Between Christmas and New Year's. Yes. As most of you know, we had uh, uh, not, not, not a little game. It's what's kind of a big game to me. <laughs> well, we, yeah. we played a goddamn siege battle for the yeah. first time. A true siege. Yeah, and we had some big battles before that as well. Oh, we had a yeah. bunch of games. Like... And small games. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was also thrilling. It it it, it was like, it it I I felt complete after the final game. Yeah, I was like, this is enough gaming for me this year. But I was so so fine with it. Yeah, yeah, it was a great great end to to the yeah. year. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, like, just thinking about it, uh, that we kind of started up with fantasy the same year. Yeah, uh, it was around May, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of it, we, we had a massive <laughs> siege battle. I would never have yeah. thought that. Yeah, I me neither. Me neither. Going through the rules in May. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And you never expected to be so stuck with 6th edition. No. <laughs> Never, never had any, any thoughts about sixth edition until like July, maybe. Uh, and then Kislev happened. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, we've been planning this for a while since like yeah. August or September at least. When I was thinking, yeah. oh, maybe I can go to Sweden for Christmas, and maybe I can go to Jimmy's place. I'm gonna have some time spare anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so that'd be a cool thing. And then like both of us just started spawning ideas like oh yeah this would be so cool yeah that thing would be cool and we were just sitting and chatting like oh yeah this sounds great i'm gonna, I'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that yeah and i was like scouring ebay and all kinds of <laughs> buy and sell pages for stuff for siege battles i was like i have uh, three of these siege towers a fourth is unbuilt <laughs> I did I, I did have this grand plans to make like the huge moon like one. Yeah. If, if the terrain piece for the gloom sky for the gloom spike gits had been released in time, yeah. I would have built that one into a siege machine. I, yeah. I sure would have. Because that I, kit is huge. I think th this thing went pretty well because me and Jimmy are both the same kind of insane and also fast builders and painters. Yeah. 
because they're like, oh yeah, we're going to do a massive siege battle. Let's build an army each in a couple of months. And because, we did. Yeah. And like, uh, I, I do think that I'm blessed in that I can paint pretty fast and be happy with it. I know a lot of people are just way too perfectionist to, yeah. to ever be fine with an army and paint it fast. Uh, but you are also a fast painter. Yeah. So that, that, I, that's just awesome. I love, I, I, I love to sheet when I paint. <laughs> it's the most yeah. important rule. How do I dump this down in two or fewer steps? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. make it three. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we started planning and then oh yeah we'll make this campaign well let's have a few battles if we're if i'm gonna stay there for a few days yeah. let's just draw it out and just like do the kind of things that you always wanted to do yeah that's that's like the whole thing about this this whole starting thing up yeah. with fantasy again it's like yeah. just do the things that you always wanted to do when you were younger yeah but you never had time the opponent or cash to do the it. Resor- yeah i mean like now when we're adults we have resources somehow i mean like god yeah Mon- money is no problem <laughs> well it is depends it on is what you do problem, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh and you have uh, months to plan it like when you're a kid like you lose interest after a couple of months or something yeah we're now we're all, hobbyists. Yeah, we're old grumblers. Grumblers now. We're just, yeah. Oh, we're gonna plan this out, and we're gonna we're gonna not gonna play until like four months ahead. But like, we can look forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of used to planning like this because uh, thanks to the 30k community, because I always plan so far ahead, making my new yeah. army or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Because like the 30k is very event based, so yeah, you, you always plan your your armies for events. Yeah, I have never uh, play tested any list for any game <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, it's the way to do it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I brought all over all my kiss of stuff, and uh, I did not pack it properly for the flight. So, such a shame. But, yeah, I I didn't take any pictures because what happened to him was just horrible, and I want to flush it out of my memory. I uh, I saw some models firsthand. It was a train wreck. Yeah, but you managed to save them. Yeah, I mean you, you saw shoot. them. Yeah, you saw them when at least when they were put together. When yeah. I opened like the the packaging. Oh God! Uh, it must have been a horror. Yeah. Five Ungol horse archers were the only ones that were still 100% put together when I opened it. (laughs) Uh, And I'm kind of glad, like, my my brain and my heart is disconnected a bit. (laughs) Because my brain is like, uh, okay, everything is fucked. But it can be repaired. At least none of the lances are broken or anything like that. Then I sat down and started gluing. But at the same time, my heart was like, no! <laughs> it was <sighs> tough. But yeah. I put them together, got them ready to, to battle at least. Like, yeah. yeah, they were chipped, but if you were standing a couple of feet away, you, you didn't notice it that bad. They, yeah. they still had like 90% of the paint on them. Yeah. 
so then we started. Uh, oh, actually, I went to your place. The, yeah. To uh, well, help you finishing the last of the yeah. Bits. I was basing all my models <laughs> and uh, finishing some, finishing up some of the painting paint job. I hadn't painted any of my heroes or lords uh, until the night before our <laughs> big startup. Yeah. So, yeah. But the stuff that you had painted looked fantastic. I'm Thank still you. like. Uh, in, how did you do it? How did you do it in such a little time? <laughs> yeah, like all the goblins are looked awesome, but they're like. All of them, a lot of them look the same. So if you saw one, you've seen most of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you had a lot of special units as well. I yeah. really liked your trolls. I love yeah, the color I, you, you made them. Yeah, same, same. Uh, because uh, most of you listeners might know that GW and many other players uh, paint their trolls blue for some reason. Yeah, pretty bright I, blue. Yeah, yeah. I went for the gray approach. Yeah. And uh, I'm uh, happy with the results. Yeah, they really look like stone trolls. Talking about stone trolls, guess who might have bought the new kit today? <laughs> uh, yeah, Goblin Army will end at like 9,000 9, points. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The orcs are looking further and further away. The goblins <laughs> are just growing. Yeah. Uh, and also, the giant you painted looks amazing. I, I just... I love how it ended up. I'm still going to do a little bit of more uh, freehand job on its clothes, but all in all, I love the model. I'm very happy with the, with the paint job. Yeah. And, the, uh, the listeners, it's the older Marauder Giant. Yeah. Really great. I love it, his hair. I just want to put my hand in his hair and just <laughs> frizzle yeah. it up. Oh, God. Yeah. I should have painted him a ginger. <laughs> yeah he has no soul <laughs> uh yeah so that was great uh, so we started uh i came over to your place dry brush and bases and then you put snow yeah. on the bases and then we went over to your game club which is yeah. awesome thank you uh All right. the, the place itself is like yeah decent space in the cellar of this uh apartment building yeah. But it's just full of so much great terrain. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guys who I shared the basement with make excellent terrain. They're all, well, to be experts in creating terrain. It's the the terrain is often unplayable because it's hard to place models on it or around it. But it looks lovely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a, a lot of the terrain is modular. Uh, sometime I might show the uh, the one that I showed you with the cave. If you remember, I opened up the top. There was a cave inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the really big piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you got to start playing some fantasy with the guys there and you just yeah. play the terrain you got. Yeah, like, all, uh, all we, have so much. We uh, recently started up uh, Border Princess campaign too. Oh, great! Yeah, uh, set in Sylvania, so I got a few planned battles ahead. Sweet. So eventually, uh, I will post some pictures. Sounds great. 
Yeah, uh, I guess our followers can find them on Instagram, on our Instagram page. Oh, they will. Uh, so we got to the club and we set up and uh, we now played two battles that evening. Yeah, a uh, skirmish game. Yeah. Followed uh, by this really fun ambush game. Yeah. Um, so we're writing up the story. Yeah. The pr- problem is that it's a lot more fun to build new models than to sit down and and right <laughs> yeah it is uh but we promise you it, it, we will put out like a an album with story and the, like all the pictures and stuff oh yeah uh but the story is that uh my guys alexander and ivan uh are writing down uh to respond to a call for aid at this uh uh fortress fortikova uh, when they get there, they meet up with this commander of the fort, which is, he's got a kind of a reputation for being a drunk. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's goblins about in these hills. It's been quiet for too long. And they're like, what do you mean? It's been quiet. Like, nothing ever happens here. It's always quiet. I'm like, yeah, but now the 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 hag has like, given me fortune that... Uh, there's there's gonna be something happening. So I sent out the patrol, but they haven't returned. And I'm like, oh god damn it. So yeah, we'll ride out and find this patrol then, I guess. And uh, meanwhile, uh my my goblin war boss, Gitfimpa, has recently taken over this tribe of night goblins for himself, which is why they have been so inactive in the areas because of all the infighting. And uh, he's also he has set his eyes upon this fort Chakova. Because he knows he recently got got everyone's attention to him, and he needs to give them a good fight or something. He he needs to prove himself in front of all the, all the other goblins. So he's planning to take over this fort for himself. Yeah, gotta get a prize. Yeah. Uh, so the first uh, battle we did was like a prelude kind of with yeah. this lost patrol. They were sent out to scout the area, uh, and they're. They're set up in like some ruins out in the forest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the scenario went pretty much as planned. They just got slaughtered. My goblins routed in the end. It was weak. They, they didn't route, did they? Yeah. They, they, the they first ate game, all my guys. No, the first game, my goblins routed. They fled. Hmm. Uh, I just remember your squigs eating all of my guys. Yeah, they did. But I was the one who fled in the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's that's right. Because then, like, some guys get away. That's true. Uh, so, but, like, yeah. Squi- patrol... squigs, were, squigs were really dangerous in skirmish games. Yeah. Those two attacks of strength five. Oh, yeah. Crazy. That's, that's deadly. Uh, and then meanwhile, uh, Alexander and Ivan are riding out to look for them with some riders. And Alexander is like, hey, Ivan, I'll bet my Lancers can find these guys before your Ungols. And I was like, well, I don't think we should split up force, no? Uh, but then Alexander convinces him to do it anyway. Like, oh, yeah. screw it. So 
Alexander rides away with his Lancers, and Ivan rides away with his Ungols. And then uh, Ivan uh, catches up to this this patrol, or what's left of it. And they're like, oh shit, yeah. there's goblins everywhere in these hills. Uh, and I was like, shit, gotta go back to Alexander. And that's uh, the day the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Fire Goblins. <laughs> Uh, so meanwhile, Alexander is riding through this uh, this valley with uh, his lancers. So they're riding in a nice line. Yeah. Or it a was column. pretty. It was really pretty. It looked cool. Uh, and it, it, we made that table really well. It, it yeah, we did. It looked really nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they were riding in from this one side and then they were supposed to reach the other side, uh, and then got the goblins attacked from the from both both of, both of the sides of the the valley. Uh, yeah, running downhill, spears and stubbas high up in the air, <laughs> screaming with their weedy voices, and it was such a slaughter. Yeah, uh, so Ivan was gonna come in with his reserves later, so we're gonna roll for that. Uh, and in the meantime, Alexander just had to survive with his forces. Yeah, and you learn how deadly those fanatics are. They're just insane. That that game was like it was not that bad. They, no, no, it's true. They they kill a lot of stuff, but I kind of managed to avoid them by yeah. going more to one side. Yeah, uh, and the lancers were really maneuver, and it really paid off. Yeah, uh, in that game. Because I could ride around your forces and try and not engage. Yeah. Uh, and I think your squigs fled or something? No, my, my squig hopper, no. Uh, the the my, herders. My, yeah, the herders fled, so yeah. my so squig kind of exploded. Became, yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. I killed yeah. more squigs <laughs> with my own squigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like, I think oh, I could uh, kill like one of your lancers and the rest were my own squigs. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it's like that, that worked out better than I expected. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you had some really crappy rolls. Um, I I ran down some goblins and it was a lancer unit, and I had like five left, and I turned around. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll be safe on top of this hill. But then your trolls have like movement six, right? Yeah. So so they they were well within charge range. <laughs> I had, oh yeah. Severely miscalculated the my, my trolls charged at one unit and my giants charged the other. Yeah. So up on the hills, my big guys are fighting your leftover knights. And suddenly, yeah. from the horizon, comes the horse the, archers. Yeah, the light horse. Yeah. So they storm in and shoot some arrows. And now they're positioned behind... Yeah, the, the blocks of goblins that are left took them by surprise. Yeah, and but on your the turn, the most charge you did on the fifth turn that was devastating, man. Yeah, and at the same time, your stone trolls when they charge in my lancers, yeah, they just was... <laughs> they just fumbled totally. They yeah, missed all yeah. their attacks. I should and have it, used vomit. Yeah. And I think I did like <laughs> one wound or something. Yeah. Like, okay, so I outnumber you. You charged up a hill. I got a flag. And you did no wounds. And I was like, I win by three? 
wow, what? you charged me. Like, how, how is this possible? So my last piece just ran down the trolls who charged in. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, it was. I think they're, they're stubborn as well, but you failed or something. I wasn't stubborn. Uh, oh, no, so there's the, I, the giant. The giant. Yeah, stuff. the giant. But he also failed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at the same time as the Ungols charge in, like rear and flank charging all the goblins that are left and just massacred them. The the big guys that could have <laughs> like smashed stuff just failed because of dice. <laughs> the only thing I had left at the end of the game was my little guys, my snuffling's. <laughs> a two <laughs> unit of snuffling's. Three yeah. bases each. Untouched. <laughs> yeah, they've been walking around a lot that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're so, so cute yeah it looked really dark for me in the beginning like yeah. I really had to try and save the Lancers and then when the Ungols turn up yeah uh, it just flipped totally yeah it was like a heroic intervenience yeah. Inter- intervention intervention thank you a heroic intervention uh, I, yeah. it, it, it was a really cinematic moment you should have been there <laughs> yeah it was great oh. so that was the second game that yeah. game and the last of it and then after that we started setting up the fortress yeah and then we're like no, How are we, gonna no set? Uh, we didn't set up the fortress just yet we the second day we played the first battle on the large field oh yeah yeah. But we did we did plan how to set up the fortress yeah. the evening. Yeah, before, we did. Yeah. Just to get a get a rough idea. And uh, like, oh how how should we actually place these walls? Because we hadn't really thought about it. And uh, your friend had painted the walls. Yeah. And they and, were really uh, cool. We we came up with this idea like we're we should have one wall more. <laughs> it would be yeah. so perfect. So I set up all night trying yeah. to copy his painting style. <laughs> and I almost succeeded. Uh the the wall melts in great with other sections so yeah i i yeah. did a good job because we were like um, oh yeah because set up the fortress and then we came up with this idea like oh this looks so cool we need one wall more yeah and, and uh, it looked freaking amazing it, i i it really paid off oh god i haven't really seen anyone uh, put the wall like that either no me neither I've but it really it looks the like way a, around I've seen it like extended around. forward. Yeah, yeah. Because now it really looked like a like a big city gate. Yeah. Because if, if you just put it like straight, it kind of looks flat somehow. Yeah, kind of <laughs> boring. No, this is really great. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you said like another and you painted like a maniac. Yeah, uh, painted that one and a couple of heroes until 4 a.m. <laughs> Got yeah. a couple of hours of sleep, and then what's time for battle two? Uh, yeah, we did the second big battle before the other skirmish games, right? Uh, yeah, so now it's like... Uh, uh, like a field battle. Like Yeah, yeah now, now we know the goblins are coming, so let's set up. Like uh, to try and halt them, yeah. A bit. And this battle was a freaking massacre. Oh yeah, I don't like, remember which of my big bosses led the battle. 
Oh. I have so many. It's so hard to remember all the names. Um, yeah. Wasn't Macari. Ah. Oh, there. It was... Let me see here. It was Tufgit. The Great Bad Moon, as they call him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this battle... I truly learned how hard the fanatics are. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was just madness. Oh yeah, I, I mean, that this was it was was horrible to watch, but it was fun at, at the same time. Yeah. So, so my my center <laughs> just line up for like multiple charges, supported by light horse. Uh, my light horse started running up, and then he shot him with some magic. Yeah. And then, like, oh, yeah, I don't have to take a morale check or panic test. And you're like, yeah, I got this thing that allows me to do it again. Haha. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think they fled, and then that led to a chain reaction of some other units fleeing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I was like, all right, I'll at least ride up with my Lancers. And then they triggered the Fanatics, and the Fanatics yeah. slaughtered everything. Oh, yeah. And led to other panic tests that led to another panic test and uh, like the, <laughs> the entire center just it oh. never ends <laughs> yeah and it was like oh sure sure to Alexander like yeah you say like you'll take 2d6 hits because you'll stop on the fanatic like oh, whatever so it ended up being like 4d6 hits on the way there so they just yeah. got mangled uh, and anytime on the left flank I had one unit of horse archers just ran around and harassed you like yeah. refusing to die and on the right side, that was actually pretty interesting. In the the Griffin Legion and the Cossars were fighting the giant and yeah. the unit of goblins. That was a hard fought battle. Uh, yeah, the, I remember like the the giant charged the Cossars and they uh, shot him with their their bows. I think yeah. he had like two wounds <laughs> left or something. He's like, oh yeah, I can yeah. kill him now. I can kill him. With, uh, just stand and shoot. And I didn't roll any sixes. Like shit. <laughs> Uh, and then you picked up the, the unit champion and put yeah. him in your pants yeah he belongs there yeah so the other guys had to lap around and just chop him down with their axes oh yeah just, just like timber tree <laughs> oh no timber <laughs> yeah so, so yeah it was, it was a massacre but still a lot of fun moments oh yeah I learned Never place your squigs on your right flank. <laughs> Put them in the middle. Yeah. You need to use your squigs, man. So that's like the field battle. Uh, they did not stop the goblins. They kept forward. Yeah. Kept going forward. Uh, and then after that, we had another skirmish with a, a cart. Like yeah. some supplies going to the that. fortress. Yeah. This is also a massacre because you could take like endless amounts of goblins. Yeah, yeah, it was like to... I'm. I was supposed to field uh, 250 points of skirmish troops, and you were supposed to field 200, I think. Yeah, something like that. And I was uh, like, I, now, I was supposed to get to the other side. Yeah, but you could just put so many goblins in the way. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, it like, would just be impossible. Uh, mo most of my goblins are like two points each, three yeah. points each, at most expensive. Four yeah. points each if I want to fill them with nets. Yeah, so, so you could just put like 
Yeah, I think you had like 20 goblins just standing on the road, and then you had yeah. another 20 goblins just standing um, on the side with bows, yeah, just yeah. shooting everything that. And in the midst, and in the midst, I had this goblin big boss. Yeah, and I had like eight guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, points yeah, let, matter. Let's just say the supplies did not reach the fortress. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a lot of those skirmish games are like kind of skewed, skewed yeah, to well, one side. Yeah, and well, not 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 all of them. Uh, the thing now was that like you have a, a mostly cavalry army and uh, elite units. I have the rabble, really yeah. really dirt cheap things. Yeah, but, but like on, at, at but that on scale... a skirmish level, but on a skirmish level. Quantity makes quality. Yeah. Because you pay three points for a goblin with a bow, right? Yeah. And I pay nine points for a cursor with a bow. And and at that scale, it doesn't really matter. We have the same ballistic skill. And uh, you have same toughness, same same strength. Uh, uh, My weapon skill is worse, but I'm not supposed to fight you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was tough. It was. Uh, and then after that, uh, we had another skirmish. Uh, yeah. Sabotage the gate. Yes. Mission. It was really cool. So right. it was like the evening before the uh, the big battle. They they yeah. come in and try and sabotage it. Uh, before that, we set up the fortress though. So it was yeah, it's really nice and set up like a big hill before and yeah. set up the siege engines. Ah, it was so thematic. Yeah. Uh, and then the goblins snuck up at night trying to sabotage the gate. Yeah, and were they weren't supposed to raise the alarm, but at the first attempt, they raised the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I th- maybe I think maybe we should try like using the Necromunda sentries. Yeah. Next time yeah. Yeah. Because like Games Workshop have made a lot of different sentry rules throughout yes. the years. Like I remember in third edition 40k they had some rules, and then they had another one for battle missions in fifth edition 40k, and then they have this third one for fantasy skirmish, and then they have another. But like with all the ones that I've used, I think the the one in Necromunda works the best. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, you raised the alarm, and then I managed to repel you from the yeah, walls. You were like, you added D six new models every goddamn turn. <laughs> yeah, I never stood a chance. Uh, and <laughs> I had guys discarding the the mechanism that you were supposed to get, so yeah, they would have held a couple of turns, even if you managed, because you didn't yeah. get past the the, the parapet of the wall. No. Uh, so that was kind of hard for you, but yeah. it was. It's nice. It, yeah. I, I like that. Like the the skirmish missions were, like they played out, like as, as, as you wanted them to play out. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 caravan w- was supposed to be, like destroyed and. Yeah. This was like a I sneaky mean, mission, but they, yeah, they were I mean, supposed to guard. I mean, if if you had won the caravan, you would have gotten free upgrades for your walls. Yeah. And if I sabotaged the gate. It would have been open for me to just waltz in. Yep. So 
both missions waited a lot uh, in favor for the other one. But no one got to use these kind of <laughs> things. So, yeah, yeah I'm still so, fine with it. Yeah. So the next morning, the goblins started moving forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was pretty funny because, like, we have re- we have read the siege rules, but we were not like you got to play stuff to to actually know how stuff yeah. works. Yeah, and, and also something I I learned by my mistakes on many things during this game, <laughs> but this was I feel like a general learning my mis- from from my mistakes, uh, which was the fun part. Uh, I I like put all my effort on trying to get my siege towers up to the walls. Yeah. But I, but I kind of forgot that siege towers are really, really slow. Yeah, so the thing with them is that like they, they move to D6 before the game starts. So yeah. that's pretty cool. But then yeah. after that, they can't march. Yeah, they can so, only move. So Yeah, so they move really slowly. And then, and then they can charge double the movement, but it's going to take... Like if you got movement four, which is pretty yeah. standard, so and you have to start twenty four inches away. So if you get unlucky with your two d six roll in the beginning, the it might take you like four or five turns to get into combat. Yeah. And uh, big units doesn't really help in siege battles. No, I felt that it was thematic, but from a strategic perspective, I should have used like. Only twenty man units, all armored ladders. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have any those. ladders. No, I didn't. I and I even had points over to use them. <laughs> like I could have bought like four or five ladders and put them in units. Yeah. So the goblins started moving forward. You had a battering ram and three yeah. siege towers. Yeah. Uh, and four, three or four rock lobbers. Four rock lobbers. Four. Yeah, four is <laughs> crazy. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the rock lovers started shooting at the wall. Yeah. Uh, get some good guesses in the beginning, some good hits. Yeah. Then yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, so I hit the wall. Now, now, now what? What happens? And I was like, <laughs> I kind of think it works like this. And you're like, really? Does it work like that? Doesn't it work like this? And then we looked in the rule, like, how, yeah, how does it, it actually like, work? <laughs> and the rule book doesn't really tell how it works. <laughs> Because it's misprinted, <laughs> we had to look in the old siege siege book from fifth edition to get the yeah. rules right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it just went round and round, and the the rule was like uh, to be able to damage the wall, use the the wall damage chart. And then we looked at the wall damage chart, and it was like, well, and how like, do we apply the wall damage chart? This and the wall like, damage chart is like two d six. Where does the two d six come from? Yeah. <laughs> they mention 2d6 anywhere it's just that 2d6 and here are the results up to like 36 like what yeah, what does that work what is happening what is happening Desuka? <laughs> but like we did find uh, figure out that you should roll it's the strength my of the attack the strength plus, plus the number of wounds yeah the number of wounds that the damage yeah makes. But I was thinking, like, how does that work with units? Like, if trolls yeah. wanted to hit it, if trolls, and... then it's one that because if it's multiple, uh, multiple hits, it still counts as one hit. Uh, the mm. the number of wounds caused by one attack is the most, is the important thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah it's so, really hard to damage walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. But, but eventually, eventually your units can whittle the walls down, but you need to weaken them a lot first. Yeah, because uh, like you really need siege weapon to damage these uh, yeah. walls. It, it is really cool. Like if you think uh, uh, a regular cannon is strength ten, yeah, D three wounds. Yeah, you can get up to thirteen with an attack. I think you need yeah, and you fourteen need, you need or 14. fifteen. Yeah, fourteen to to really do something. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, me rolling d six damage on the rock lobbers because it's strength eight d six damage. Yeah, I need to roll a five or six. <laughs> yeah, to do anything, and I keep rolling fours. Yeah, but it's really cool that that you can basically only damage the walls with. Uh, catapults and uh, great cannons. Yeah. So it's very thematic. Like you shouldn't yeah. really be able to damage a wall with a shitty cannon. Yeah. Like the Galibur gun. It's just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like nothing gun. happened. Yeah. Uh, so, so you need uh, to bring siege gear to a siege battle. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So everyone, don't forget your ropes and hooks. Don't forget the ladders. <laughs> And God forbid, try to use Empire Great Cannons. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cannons, I learned how to snipe them out. Yeah, I had one cannon up in one, one of the towers, and it was really effective at shooting siege towers. And yeah. siege towers are so They're... weak. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's r ridiculously weak. It's like toughness seven, four wounds. Yeah. It's like it's crossbows like can hurt yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the whole point of them is to resist like arrows and yeah. gunshots. I was like, it has to have some kind of armor save, and it don't. Yeah, they are a lot of stronger in eighth edition because in eighth edition they count as buildings. Yeah, and they're worth a thousand point each. I still can't believe that. I I got get those points. Like how how can Something that just gets your units from point A to point B be worth a thousand points. It's ridiculous. Because buildings in eighth edition are like unkillable. Yeah, but even if it's like uh, an unkillable way of getting your units to the freaking castle, which is the whole point of the battle, it shouldn't take a thousand points out of the points you can use. But I, I don't know how much the, the fortress itself costs in a siege battle. I... Yeah, it's like if if both the sides get like ten thousand points worth of siege equipment, you might as well just say it's free anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, you you slowly roll towards the gate. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I did some sallies with my cavalry because like I wanted shit to happen. First yeah. sally ended in a massacre with his fanatics smashing yeah. my cavalry as usual. <laughs> yeah. Standard. It happens. Yeah. So I had to rush some some of my reserve cavalry to the the gate. Yeah. Uh, because it felt like the the gate is where the action is gonna be. Yeah, and it and it did eventually. Yeah. Because Fergus, my giant, stepped up. And he yeah. Fought. So you had a big goblin block with a battering ram. Yeah. And then the trolls were slowly lumbering, and yep. they passed their stupidity checks once. Yeah. In a while. Yeah, and more often on their own leadership than my warboss leadership, so <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, and then the giant 
stepped over there as well. Yeah. Uh, I charged out with some more cavalry and Ivan this time. And uh, eventually... Uh, were they fighting the trolls first? or after? You were fighting the giant first. The trolls were later. The trolls... Uh, well, we'll get to the trolls later because Ivan did fell the giant. Yeah. The, the giant tried to pick him up once. And yeah. He, it was like, this is my final shot to, to win, the, win the battle at the gates. <laughs> and it was like yeah. he was reaching slowly, slowly. Ivan yeah. struck. Then, yeah, when, when the giant picks someone up, you, you get one attack to to wound the giant and then yeah. you know, drop him. like by his hand away with his sword. Yeah. And he did. It was like, oh my god, thank you. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you roll on another chart. Like, it's pick up and, and then you roll what happens. So he can be yeah. thrown away and just kind of yeah. die or be put into his pants or... Yeah. Um, thro thrown into combat again so he, like, strikes D6 strength, yada yada. He ignores yeah. armor saves on the target unit. Uh... Yeah, so he managed to fend off the giant, and then they slew the giant. Yeah, and scared off, but the goblins holding the battering yep. ram. Oh yeah, uh, they fled. Yeah, and uh, then the trolls stepped up. Yeah, and they managed to beat the the lancers. Yeah, uh, with Ivan wounded but hurrying through the gate. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, in this battle, Alexander wasn't in it because he'd been. Pretty mauled by the the fanatics, so he yeah. had a lot of broken ribs and probably a broken <laughs> arm and a leg or something. He was just yeah incapacitated, mending his wounds. Yeah, uh, Ivan didn't manage to hold off a lot of the stuff at the gate, and then he rode back in and closed the gate. And by this time, they had reinforced the area. Uh, meanwhile, I had shot down two of the towers. Yeah, Got one cannon. Yeah, one was really close to getting, and the, the Squig Tower was really close to yeah, making it, it home. It would it would have been so fun getting the Squig Tower up. <laughs> yeah, then I rolled a lucky six with my crossbows. Yeah, and that would have been devastating on the yeah on the walls. So I was like, all right, this this entire wall section is clear. So the the paymaster's bodyguard with the the checkist. Uh, yeah. Leader, all right. Let's just leave this place and head head toward the gate. But yeah. on the other side, on the opposite wall, a siege tower did make it into contact. Oh yeah, and it was none other than the big boss who led the, the, my first winning battle, so to yeah. say. He's the most successful leader you have. Yeah, uh, his he is uh, some competition to <laughs> to my war boss. <laughs> Who managed yep. to do nothing during the whole game, except sharing his leadership, of course, which <laughs> is why I actually bring him. <laughs> yeah, he's not a uh, fighter; he's a leader. It's really funny, like the the wall section you took. I was like, I had my cossars in the tower next to it to be able to counterattack. Yeah, and I changed the position of them right before the battle. It's like. Because they were next to the paymaster's bodyguard first. It's like, oh, should, should I have him? this tower or that tower? This tower or that tower? And then we were about to begin. I was like, no, wait. I need to change the position of this unit. And it did pay off because they were oh, able yeah. to counterattack. Oh, I don't yeah. think, I don't know, like, if they, I think they lost that, the, the counterattack anyway. Yeah. Uh, they, they lost it and, uh, 
eventually fled. Yeah. My goblin stood upon the walls. Yeah. Uh, at that time, though. Targets. At that time, I think we that was the end of round six or seven. Yeah, I remember. End of round six. Yeah, and so we decided to call it there. Yeah. So my guys had successfully held the gate. Those guys could have pushed on. I don't know if they would have been able to make it all the way into the no. city. Uh, but they didn't manage to take one of the wall sections. Yeah. So I don't really. I didn't. We didn't really. Uh, uh, like come up with like what happened next? Like what what what's the story? If if any of the goblins remain in the city, or if they all no, withdrew, uh, to or me, to me they all withdrew, but uh, the big boss and his lads, uh, tough git and his boys, so to say, they're they're not not happy with yeah. uh, Fimpa's leadership. So <laughs> uh, eventually, he's gonna challenge him. But not today. Today is not the day. Yeah, he's out for revenge. Both against yeah. him and like the against Fortikova. Yeah. He 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 was the one who could have taken it, but he got ordered to retreat. Yeah. Uh and I kinda guess uh since uh you and I will also be playing in the Border Princess campaign, I assume your guys are heading south eventually. Uh yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't really much I can partake in the Border Princess yeah, well, campaign. Well, now and then, uh, I don't think the other guys are gonna play that often either. But I'm always open for travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we definitely got some grudges to take care of oh, after yeah. this battle. Uh, it was amazing to play each battle. It was like a, a childhood dream come true. Yeah, and. Uh, this woke up so many dreams I mean, and ideas because we spoke a bit of uh, doing chaos siege battles in the yeah. chaos wastes using the uh, what, what's it called the uh, oh the other siege well uh, the fortress that GW have now Dreadfort um, uh, yes the Dreadfort yeah it's really cool I, I actually don't think they sell it anymore uh, oh, I think it, they do. I'm gonna check it out. They they sell like a section of it, but they don't sell yeah. the entire thing anymore. The whole kit? No, that that's true. You need to buy every piece separately. Yeah, but they don't sell. Uh, I don't think they sell all the pieces. That's the thing. They only sell like oh. one of the the pieces. But they don't sell the towers. I think. Kiss Dreadhold. Oh God, no! They only sell the walls. No. <laughs> It's super weird. Uh, I'm so sad. Uh, I think uh, they'll start selling them eventually. Otherwise, there's eBay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely future plans. It was super inspiring. Uh, like, yeah. After that, it, it was just like three days of gaming exhaustion. Oh, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I have never been that exhausted from a game all my life. <laughs> Yeah, it was like so intense. Ah, yeah, like both of us when we were like, okay, so this game is over. <laughs> <sighs> like this is the aftermath, big battle. Yeah, yeah, that, that was awesome. Uh, and now, like both of us are doing some other projects in the meantime. 
yeah. Uh, like uh, most of uh, most of your listeners know, I'm uh, doing a Mordheim project. Balls Just... deep in Mordheim. Oh yes. Yeah, you've been yes. doing some amazing stuff, like the, all the the characters inspired from the artwork. Oh yeah, yeah. so cool. And there's more coming. Uh, I've unpacked all the dwarfs that I collected in Sweden. Mm-hmm. My, all my my old dwarfs. So they're gonna be like the the projects for this year. I just got Boris left to paint for Kislev actually for my yeah. army. That's Serena actually, and uh, uh, then I'm gonna do like a Kislev warband for Mordheim because apparently Mordheim is a thing this year. Yeah. It's uh, years old, so yeah. But uh, once I'm done with the two named characters to Kislev, that's gonna be the the Kislevite army done. Nice. So that's great. Yeah. So I got like two and a half thousand points of them. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah, and my goblin forces are still growing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> never actually- ending. I'm 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 still unpacking <laughs> night goblins from my bits boxes and everything. Like, God, I have painted up like 160 night goblins, and I have like way more. <laughs> and with the new releases, oh God! Yeah, I, 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 I tell you, man, they're gonna end at 9,000 points. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. Ah. <sighs> Well, thankfully, I do plan to stay with a strictly Night Goblin theme. So the only thing I can't field is War Machines, but I can field more units of Squigs, more units of Trolls. So see where I'm going? Yeah, like like a wolf, small wolf warband as well. I want to do it. Uh, it will take a little bit more time than I expected uh, because I haven't figured out how to convert my wolf riders to look proper properly. Uh, there are some slight rumors about new models coming because uh, when the uh, before this whole new uh, mm. well, not goblin release in Asia Sigmar, so to say. Uh, they just removed the trolls, the squig hoppers, the squigs, the squig herders. They just removed everything. There are now new plastic kits. And they didn't even warn anyone. Yeah. Usually they do have the last chance to buy option. Yeah. And recently they did remove the wolf chariot, the wolf riders. Uh, common orcs are going away too. And uh, since I love le- reading lore, I did uh, get the Asia uh, Sigmar book for the Grots, so to say, and uh, read a bit. And they do mention the the common goblins mm-hmm. in it, so I think they might yeah. come back with new. Yeah, models. we'll see. I mean, they they have um, a lot of shit that they are bringing out, like a lot of. I don't think you can get, even get like regular dwarf warriors online anymore, uh, and a lot of the empire stuff is gone. Yeah, but they did warn before they removed the empire stuff. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, all right. 
thank you very much for uh, those awesome games. Those yeah, games. thank you. Thank you for visiting. Yeah, we're going to have to have some siege battles in the future. I'm super oh, pumped. Oh, yeah. Me gonna too. have to fill Me it too. with the fill the fortress with my dwarves. Ooh. I'm gonna attack with my night goblins once again. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I don't know yeah. what will be after this segment, but you will find out. Yes, time will tell. Altdorf Advertising Agency, the AAA is now hiring. Exciting times ahead. We represent everyone. Everything is fine, citizen. Remember. Altdorf Advertising Agency, the AAA. For all your anti-Ratman propaganda needs. And welcome back. Just want to have some few words before we bid you farewell. And for this little section, we have lost Krell because he had to go make dinner or something really odd. I think he's going to loot some graveyards. Yeah, you know how good he's a car- He carry a carrion eater. Yeah, but for the next episode, we have some plans and uh, there will be vampires. Lots of yeah, them. so there will be enough Krell for everyone in next episode. Yeah, we're just going to turn on the recording and leave for an hour or two and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, expect vampire count both 6th and 8th edition. Krell is going to go through some differences between the army books, the lore, uh, how they play. So stay yeah. tuned for that one. There's rumors of a potential third podcast, we should say, because there is already a second one, which yeah. is Electro Count. I think people who heard of that one yeah. now would uh, check it out. Because uh, Nick Nicholas met some guys during a 30k event, and they were showing a lot of interest in starting their own fantasy podcast. So I think they're UK-based. So yeah, this one will be out of the UK. Yeah. So when we know more, we will let you know. It's always nice to have other podcasts around. This is true. And with those words, we're going to say like this. The sixth edition executioners are better looking than the eighth edition executioners by far. I hate the eighth edition executioners. They are ugly. Good one. And good night. Good night. And remember, stay square.